We are live. Hi, Vibe Podcast. Here we are for another episode because we are blessed and highly favored. Definitely grateful to be here. But the question I would like to ask is, if you were to go back and give yourself an advice, your 18-year-old self advice, what would it be? Okay. If you were able to go back and give your 18-year-old self advice, what would it be? For me, it's actually very, very simple, and it came to mind. It came in, came to my mind fairly easily. But self-development, aka self-mastery, that is the ultimate advice I would definitely give my 18-year-old self. Um, growing up, I always felt like I was definitely mature for my age meaning that I felt like as far as mindset was, I thought a little maturely than most kids my age. So even at 18, I was at 18, I was feeling like I was smarter than a 21-year-old. Um, but clearly, my knowledge now versus then, or actually even my knowledge now versus last week, doesn't compare because I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly self-developing, self-mastery, is not only what changed my life, but it's literally what's keeping me going. Mastering self, mastering my mind, mastering my triggers, mastering my emotions, you know, mastering the downfall of what my high self would be like, which means what does my weak self like to do? My weak self like to make excuses. My weak self like to blame everyone else. My weak self gave up way too easy. So that is the key information that I learned through self-development is I can defeat my weak self because when I know better, I can do better. But let me, I guess, be more granular on why I chose self-development. But it's because if I would have known what self-development would do for me, for one, I would have started a lot earlier. And it's crazy because self-development, I guess, came in many ways, but I just was never intentional about it. My self-development before I heard of the word self-development at 22 years old was whether I, I learned from other people. I definitely knew at a young age, and I think I was watching TV, but whatever it was, I heard somewhere along the lines that you cannot make all the mistakes in the world. So you should learn from others as well. Gosh, and you know what? It would not surprise me if I got that from Boy Meets World, a.k.a. Mr. Feeney. <laughs> but anyways, um, I watched a lot of TV growing up. You know, I felt like TV raised me. My friends raised me. I mean, don't get me wrong. My parents raised me in a sense of being there to nurture and take care and feed me and provide all my essentials. And I definitely do not mean it as a, as a, as a knock, but my parents were just, wasn't around a lot. They worked, you know what I mean? They, my dad was a truck driver. And then after a truck driver, he became a bus driver. But he, when he was trucking, he was gone Monday to Friday. And he would come back on the weekends, 
but also in the weekends, my mom is living in San Jose during the week. So both of them are only home during the weekends. My mom for over 20 years would literally drive four hours Friday afternoon and drive four hours Saturday afternoon. And that was their sacrifice. And then eventually my dad started driving for my mom, but that's besides the fact. But yeah, so they weren't around a lot. You know, my mom lived in a different state and my dad, you know, he just worked a lot. So essentially my siblings were kind of there to make sure I, don't know, I didn't die, right? We all took care of, our, of each other. But as far as, you know, like the things I've learned, you know, I was very, very street smart just because of my friends. You know, I was always out. I, I not, it's not that my friends were a bunch of like gangsters or anything, but it's just that I hung out with them a lot, which means they hung out with family and those families would have other friends. And I was just exposed to a lot of people. You know, and then from there, constant, I guess, just the living my life, you know, I learned a lot of things, you know, and I guess that was the self-development. And I knew better. And honestly, the fear of my dad was really what kept me from getting in trouble much because I was definitely way more afraid of my father than I was of any police officer or any authority figure um, because my dad was just very, very old school. But regardless, that was my self-development. I didn't know it just came in different forms. But when I was really more intentional about it, that's when my whole life changed. When I became really intentional about it, that's literally how I started losing all my weight. I lost 100 pounds. Yeah, it was initially the catalyst of that was the heartbreak. But as far as like why I began the journey, you know, like I saw something that I can keep going. When I decided not to quit, I just kept going. So that reinforced that belief that once I decide something, I follow through. But the constant learning, the constant knowledge, I mean, because, yeah, we learn a lot of education from school, but don't get education confused with actual knowledge and actual intelligence. Because when I learned more about myself is how I started living more intentionally and I started living as if I was here for a purpose, I was living a life of service. But all of that stemmed from self-mastery, self-development, revisiting old pains and old disappointments and then giving it new perspective and then giving it the and pulling the lesson out of it and use it as building blocks to keep just going up. And, like, and I was in and out of depression, but when after self-development came into my life, that was literally gone, disappeared. I mean, I started loving life. I started enjoying everything. And even though I went through the hardships, I just always constantly built the faith that this is happening for a reason. The most cliche line, right? Everything happens for a reason. Well, it's because that is true. It's only cliche because people refuse to really see it for the whole that it is because nothing is wasted. I look back at my unhealthy, morbidly obese self and I look back at my healthy self now and it doesn't even compare. 
the things that was going through my mind, the things that I was focusing, I didn't I didn't know any better. But once I constantly knew better, I started constantly doing better. And yeah, I fell off the wagon plenty of times, but 11 years down the road, you know, I'm not morbidly obese. I'm still pretty okay and healthy and not just body, my mind as well, which the complete wellness is mind and body. A lot of people get it confused that once you're just fit, you're just happy. It's like, no, man, when I was a bodybuilder, I literally went back to depression because I was just so hard on myself. But like I said, that's we'll save that for a different episode. But when I started reading books and getting addicted to books and literally learning and why I did what I did and really learning now that 55% of what we do in a daily is literally habitual. And if it's based on habits, okay, 55%, which means over half, okay? So if it's based on habits, I needed to look at my habits. So then further knowledge, I look back now, I was like, oh, there are just, there's no such thing as good or bad habits. There's just habits that serve us because whether it's a good or bad habit, it still serves us no matter what, right? So if we want to get better, then we need to find habits that serves us better. Which means that if my habit is to go home, and before I go home, I go hit a drive-through and hit some fast food, then a better habit that will serve me is going home and cooking my own food because at least I know what's in it. I know the servings. And then knowing about a, and knowing the macronutrients and the micronutrients in the body, then I eventually would still eat what I would love to eat, but in moderation, and then still keep my physical activity going because no matter what, that is really the key of life is longevity. How are we supposed to enjoy life if you're dead? So knowing what I know now is, yeah, I started the fitness journey. I never stopped. But then I guarantee I would have fallen off less if I kept it going and really reinforced my beliefs constantly. But I have not missed a beat of self-development and self-mastery for over 11 years now. Um, currently, I'm literally reading three books and I'm rereading another one. So that's four. In the past 16 days, I've read two Robin Sharma books. I'm now currently reading a Nelson, Nelson Mandela's autobiography. And I also started thinking Grow Rich. And then on this, on hindsight, every time I get the chance, so in my spare time, I like to make some extra money. So I'm out here door dashing, right? So in my spare time, while I'm waiting, I'm no longer scrolling on my social media. I'm also reading a book. I'm reading a finance book. I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly growing. There are the 80% of college students cannot tell you, cannot tell you what's in a what's in a balance statement, what's in an account summary or an account statement. Some crazy statistic, maybe 70, maybe a little lower, but it was insane. 
which means that me, the college dropout, me, literally know more about finance than a lot of college graduates. And that's not to brag, but that's just to show that education didn't stop when I graduated high school. That my own education just began because life is a whole teacher. And one of my favorite sayings is, when a student is ready, the teacher appears. And life has been my greatest teacher. I'm surrounded by great mentors, not just live ones, but dead ones. <laughs> okay. And literally one of my biggest inspiration and motivators and just created a lot of the foundation of who I am as a person is literally Kobe Bryant. But regardless, I'm constantly learning. So keep learning, 18-year-old George. And as a matter of fact, take care of that body because being 300 pounds is not the business. But self, but through self-mastery and self-education, right, I would have, all that is under that umbrella. The fitness side of things, the spiritual side of things, the, the my faith, my belief, um, learning from successful people because success leaves clues. The wheel is not broken. I do not need to reinvent it. If other people have done it, which means I can do it. And as a matter of fact, it runs in my bloodline and who my great grandfather is, that I'm literally the chosen one. And I don't say that to brag. I don't say that to be cocky. I literally believe in my soul and my bones that my great grandfather chose me out of all this 200 descendants that he chose me to continue to work. To keep, to keep living the life of service and serve the people. Because that's my, how my grandfather died, but that's how he lived as well. His life ended when he was framed by the Philippine government and he died in prison and then later on exonerated for those charges that even President Bill Clinton at the time had to write a letter and send it to my family and recognize my great-grandfather as a war hero. So now I'm turning back around and I'm doing the exact same thing in my own way. I'm literally now officially empowering people to live genuinely authentic and happy lives, to, ser to serve selflessly and help them discover their own gifts and use that to serve the world, to constantly raise the people like my great-grandfather did. And not, not a knock on the rest of my family, because some of my family is actually politicians in the Philippines. But as far as the true work that I'm doing day in and day out, I can guarantee no one is doing it. And I'm trying to get them there. I'm, I'm trying to mentor my nieces and my, and my nephews. But as far as the overall awareness of real mind and body and finding our dharma, right, which is our life's purpose, because what is the purpose of life? To find life's purpose. And I, I know my purpose and everyone has a purpose. Everyone is here for a reason. And a lot of people have forgotten who they were or who they are. So I help them rediscover their truths. And now I'm coaching teens because my overall really big picture is to launch this nonprofit for constant self-development for teenage boys because 
being that I was suicidal as a teenager and being now that suicide is literally the second cause of leading cause of death here in the state of Nevada from eight from 10 to 24. I want to put a dent in that. I want to put my mark in that and, 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 and raise the awareness. That is what I'm here to do. That's why I am still here when I tried to not be. So all that literally came through self-mastery, literally came to self-development. So that is my number one advice to 18-year-old me. Keep growing. Because don't because when you're gonna when you go through it, you're also gonna grow through it. This too shall pass. Everything that you're going through is allowing you the expansion of becoming the man that you're destined to be. So, what are you going to tell 18-year-old you? Blessed and highly favored. High Vibes Podcast. God bless.